lot of things around proof of location in the current world is completely broken. Hi, my name is Kirsten Jowett. I'm a proof of location specialist and I'm your host for Lay of the Land. My guest today is Apurva Chiraniwala from Sendal. Apurva has an extremely impressive background as head of marketplace and partnership at Catch of the Day, head of shipping and operations strategy at eBay Australia, and now head of strategy and partnership at Sendal. Apurva will explain to us what Sendal is, but I invited him on the show because proof of location is going to be very important in supply chain, logistics, shipping, and delivery. The landscape in those areas is about to change very rapidly. This is a rather forward-looking podcast. Apurva has fascinating take on what he sees ahead. So let's jump right in and hear from Apurva. Today, my guest is Apurva Chiraniwala. Hi. Thanks for being here with me today. Oh, it's a pleasure. Aperva is the Vice President of Strategy and Partnerships at Sendal. Can you tell us a little bit about what Sendal does? Yeah, sure. We would love to, actually. So Sendal is essentially Australia's highest rated and fastest growing courier company. So we actually move parcels, uh, predominantly focused at small and medium businesses. So the technology that we use to create a service that does not necessarily um, have its own trucks, people and vans, and how do we stitch together a network to create that? So, you know, as we go along, we'd love to talk more about in detail Great. and how, how does that apply to our business. But that's really where all the juice is. Yeah, fantastic. And I've got you with me here today to talk about proof of location. What does proof of location mean to you personally and to Sendal? Sure. Uh, look, I mean, on a personal front, my background is that I did my graduation in software engineering and then I did, did my MBA in technology, uh, more focused on, on IT. And then I went ahead and started working for strategy consulting companies and moved on to e-commerce. So there is a lot of, uh, lot of occasions in my career where there were elements of logistics, supply chain and e-commerce that helped me appreciate what we've now come to know as proof of location and especially link it to blockchain, right? So, you know, on a personal front, I see the advantages of the emergence of such a technology. And I also see how a lot of things around proof of location in the current world is completely broken, right? And that's something that I would really, I mean, that's something that I'm personally passionate about. And even at Sendal, because we are a parcel delivery business, we are constantly thinking about how can we improve, um, you know, the, ex the existing ecosystem and supply chain around parcel movements and actually give a competitive edge to our merchants who are using us. So do you feel that's kind of a natural progression to go from these e-commerce businesses into the courier business because it's had the next phase, really? Yeah, you're exactly right. I mean, you know, I think personally I realized that I'm, I'm a problem solver. Uh, that's what comes naturally to me. Uh, some people, you know, like actually creating things. So some people are creative in that sense. Uh, I'm a problem solver. I naturally find a problem and try solving it. So it's kind of interesting that you're a problem solver yourself and it feels like Sendol is the problem solver in the space. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Can you talk to us a little bit about the structure of how, why Sindel is different and like a snapshot? What's your elevator pitch? Yeah, sure. Uh, I mean, you know, I, I do this for a living. I'd <laughs> love to do this again. Sindel is unique in several ways. Uh, so from the audience standpoint, one of the most unique things we do is actually go after the market that's the most neglected market. So when I refer to the small and medium businesses in Australia, 
I'm not necessarily referring to the same audience that traditional businesses call small and medium businesses, right? We actually are talking about somebody who's dreaming of being an entrepreneur, is just starting to think of an idea, and they go to, let's say, a courier company and says, hey, I'm going to start an online store. Can you give me a business rate for me to ship and parcel? And the person's going to say, uh, the salesperson in that company is going to say, look, once you have a certain amount of volume, come back and we'll give you a great rate. Up until then, use the post office, right? Which is great, which is fine. The problem with that is it's a bit of a chicken and egg problem because you cannot start an online store and have full price shipping and and expect you know buyers to pay for that and keep buying from you. Right? So you need a little bit of an edge up front for you to be able to make your product and your, your business viable in the market. Sendle really solves for that. How important is proof of location to Sendle? Well, it's, it's a really critical, right? I mean, in, at, a, at, a, at various levels, it, you know, proof of location is really critical because ultimately we carry parcels. And as a career, we need to track multiple things which means proof of location is super important, and there is a knock-on effect on some of the other other things we do, like insurance, right? So we need to track parcels as they move around, which is really critical. Uh, we like to do route optimization, so we need to track our assets uh, based on where they are at, so that what's the next delivery or pickup. Uh, that needs to be determined in real time. and so. So your assets are the trucks. That's correct. But they're not your... They're what you employ. Yeah, well, I mean, they are of our partners, and we work very closely with our partners to uh, you know, give them the technology and the ability to op- optimize deliveries and pickups with, with some of the partners. So, so that's uh, certainly something that we look at as create, bringing to the table when we go into partnerships with some of the carriers because we come from the technology side of things. Um, and, of course, thirdly, uh, you know, once we have uh, credible you know, independent data around proof of location that every party involved in the business agrees with, we could use that to actually create knock-on services like uh, robust insurance processes and then actually pass on tons of savings uh, to our merchants and our buyers as a result of lower support costs, which is a significant cost to our business. That's a perfect lead into my next question, which is you're a tech company and that's how you save money. So is that also how you scale and be different from other companies is technology? Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, we don't employ any hardware or any physical infrastructure to deliver a parcel, right? Which means, you know, the reason why we exist or the reason why we are able to create a differentiated offering in the market is partly because of our strategy and our market focus, but to a large part has to do with what we we do as a technology company. Uh, we believe in out-engineering uh, traditional, uh, traditional carriers and traditional careers. We understand the market and we create engineering solutions that actually solve those problems in a creative way. And that's what we've really done in the industry. And we'll continue to do that as we move forward. And that's how we'll be, you know, that's why as a tech company, you know, blockchain as a technology or as an emerging technology is very interesting and something we keep a very close eye on to see at what point it's mature enough for us to actually get our hands dirty with it. And how would you use it? several different ways but i think you know there is opportunity for us to do some pocs uh, you know with regard to 
route optimization, for instance, run it with our partners to see how we can deploy uh, certain small-scale blockchain projects to actually opt- optimize pickup and delivery routes, uh, potentially get some parcel tracking beacons in or, you know, put in some chips there where, you know, once they pass through uh, uh, some of the sections of, of, of the route, we know exactly where it's at. Uh, although that seems like something we might do much later, uh, or that seems like something that we'll have to wait a little bit for mass adoption. So it might be more of a POC just for us to know whether it can work, but not something that we'll bring into the market ourselves. That's something we would rely on carriers to do. Uh, but at the same time, uh, you know, there are other interesting pieces where Private information is a big thing in our industry where we know people's addresses and phone numbers and how a parcel is moving and what are the contents of the parcel. And when it comes to damage insurance or loss insurance, a lot of those elements become very critical because, you know, because of lack of trust, insurance companies um, actually have these processes in place that require you to fill up long forms and there's an investigation which creates a lot of stress. Right? And we can iron a lot of these processes out because blockchain fundamentally does solve for the element of trust between third parties that don't talk to each other or don't know each other. And that's where it starts getting really interesting for us. And that's because you use software to have an if-then statement. If the parcel is delivered within this amount of time, then don't pay out the insurance policy. Exactly. If the parcel is delivered after this certain time, then pay out the insurance policy. So you could offer a cheaper insurance policy possibly to customers because you don't have so many people at the other end trying to yeah. figure out whether they're telling the truth or not. But if you had some kind of oracles in the field, someone else's, let's say, so a couple of different proof of location options exist or are being planned to roll out. Some exist and some are being planned. Mm-hmm. And some of them use software and some of them use hardware. Mm-hmm. So... I could see, you know, I just had an uh, interview with Platin. Anybody who's listening might want to go listen to that one as well. Quite interesting. Great. They have a software yeah. solution. So they're not waiting around for hardware to come out. They're saying, look, we can witness, um, you know, if we have permission by the pe- parties involved, you can use that information to witness when a, when a parcel's at the front door, been delivered. Maybe the neighbors see the parcel there because you've let that, you know, you've... Yeah written that into the program so you, i can see a software mm-hmm. solution coming along maybe before hardware solution oh yeah you're, you're exactly right i mean you know you know software will probably scale a lot sooner i mean just because of the cost and the ability for some of them to roll up of course hardware solutions um you know in my mind uh you know are more durable you know it right. will probably make it more real yeah. once those are in place but a the high cost or the high barrier to entry because of the cost, I think, makes it something that would probably logic be the logical next step. And, you know, like you mentioned, Platin, I mean, you know, I've been uh, exposed to a little bit of their work and I'm a big fan of, you know, the way in which they're approaching this, which is taking it and not waiting for the hardware adoption to take place before this takes off and actually rolling out some of that. And then exactly like you mentioned, smart contracts in our industry can be very useful because based on how parcels are moving we could get um, we could get essentially reconciliation or, around insurance to happen in real time without having to engage three or four different parties provided everybody agrees on the principles of smart contracts yeah and it's also I think we talked in with Dr. Wolberger about the level of security or of proof level of proof so if you're sending a diamond ring you want to be sure maybe that's absolutely a, a lot more elements come into play of the proof of location and if you're sending an awesome stickers 
yeah. maybe you don't need quite as much. You're so exactly you can, right. You can dial up and dial down. You're exactly the right. The proof of location. Eventually, that's what we should be yeah. able to do. And eventually, it will be the hardware solution that um, chirping chips are talking to gateway beacons, chirping chips on the parcel mm-hmm. talking to the gateway beacons all along the route. Yeah. And so you have, and, and they're decentralized, you know. So yeah. that that's the game of some of the some of the proof of location players are working on that but all these can work together and you can offer different levels to your customer right in an ideal world and 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 you're exactly right right i i think it's it's difficult to paint all of these industries and categories in the same same color Uh, i think it's important you know like you said to really understand you know some of these hardware solutions would probably be really applicable to mission critical or high value industries you know one of the examples that i will give to you is you know my uncle actually had a heart transplant uh, you know f- a few years ago and imagine a heart that's just left uh, actual human body and it's going to another human body as a transplant right for somebody to be able to track that real time every second is super critical right and also being able to clear out traffic as a result of that or you know clear out you know the pathway for it to get there because ultimately the heart has only so much time before it needs needs another body before it actually stops pumping yeah, right wow. and that's something we experienced firsthand in India uh, where you know traffic isn't the best right and imagine if we had that information and if the ecosystem had that information how efficient that would be that would save thousands of lives over a period of time so I mean those applications I think will definitely take off because you know there is use case and money is no object when it's right. applications like those when it comes to e-commerce I think the thing that you mentioned Kirsten is really interesting because um, the ability for uh, companies to be able to build such an infrastructure, whether through hardware or software, will unlock, you know, value for retailers. So any retailer like Amazon or eBay, or you go into any of the high-end, high-street fashion retailers, they'll tell you that high-value transactions are very few when it comes to online. Right, and coming from an e-commerce background, that's been one of the big struggles because trust is a big issue there. Once, uh, once you've paid five thousand bucks for five thousand dollars for a watch, and it's in a box, a lot of times you're worried that if it, if it's ever going to come to you, because a courier company may lose it, and then who rests with the responsibility? Who's going to fight with the insurance piece? And once proof of location unlocks that value in such a way where trusted parties can transact that. It's it's interesting how many more such transactions go online because you don't have to worry about it, right? You know that that's taken care of by independent third parties that nobody has a vested interest in lying about, right? So right. insurance companies will trust the information that the parcel was lost and you should be paid your 5000 bucks back. And that's very powerful because that can change the entire ecosystem of what happens and what gets transacted online. That really excites us as well. Are you trying to build a blockchain application but you're surrounded by self-proclaimed ICO advisors and middlemen? Flex Dapps are a Melbourne-based dapp development studio. They work with highly regarded clients like the Australian Red Cross and RMIT University. They're technology agnostic and always seek the best solution to meaningful problems. Visit flexdapps.com, F-L-E-X-D-A-P-P-S.com for awesome blockchain developers. You can also email hello at flexdaps.com, H-E-L-L-O at F-L-E-X-D-A-P-P-S dot com to get in touch. So we talk about WIMP, Where's My Parcel? 
So you're, that's one aspect of proof of location is tracking the parcel. Mm-hmm. Another aspect is tracking the trucks yeah. that are carrying the parcel. And the third aspect, which is future-looking, is tracking the address. So possibly in the future, addresses won't be, they won't be stationary. Yeah. Your address will be something that yeah. you carry with you. Yeah. So if we've got proof of location, we can track where these addresses are and maybe a parcel can come to you at your address, which is not actually where you live, which could possibly help with privacy so you're not giving companies your home address companies you're buying from or the companies that are delivering to you Mm -hmm. is that something you can see proof of location doing is making a more dynamic delivery address yeah look totally right i mean i mean the way you just put it is absolutely the way of the future right ultimately addresses are pretty obsolete right Uh, ultimately an individual is buying something and the individual wants that item right and you have a trackable beacon in your pockets called a phone, and most people have it, right? So why is it that we still care about, you know, three lines of address that people can make mistakes on, and often you're not even there when the delivery driver comes, which creates another leg of work for you, right? So the ultimate goal for online shopping, or for that matter, deliveries would be, how is it that we can, in a trusting manner, exchange information where I know real-time where you're at, for the purpose of parcel delivery, and you don't have to worry about that information being used by a centralized company in any other way to market things to you or actually, you know, you know, do your detriment in any way because it's sitting on a blockchain that is decentralized. Nobody has access to except who you granted permission to deliver that parcel to. At that time. At so that you time. And that expires immediately after that and nobody else knows, which is absolutely brilliant. And, you know, you throw in a drone into that and then, you know, that real-time tracking of where you're at for a drone to be able to track you down and actually land in front of you or in a corner or something and for you to then be able to pick your parcel is brilliant, right? It does sound very sci-fi-like, but hey, go into the 1990s and tell them we'll do things the way we're doing now and they'll tell you that's not going to (laughs) happen, right? So five years, who knows? If your ideal world were to come true and you could describe the lay of the land as far as proof of location goes five years from now, how would that look? Lay of the land in five years. Firstly, it's looking really exciting, right? Because I think we're making all the right noises as an industry and I think it's gathering momentum, right? And, you know, late last year, there was a bit of a hype in the excitement and because of of the whole crypto die down, uh, the value die down, what's really happened is the noise is gone and only the serious people are sitting around, which is great because now we're having the right conversations. It's not about the price. It's more about the technology. Now we're talking about blockchain, less about crypto, which is awesome, right? Which means it gives me hope that we'll start solving real problems, both on the blockchain side and in the business application side um, in the next few years. So in five years from now, I actually see most of uh, you know the high value uh, item or you know anything to do with that has tactical applications uh, where where industries can invest high amount of money actually trying it out straight away right I see defense you know trying it out straight away I see elements of supply chain and logistics trying it out straight away I wouldn't be surprised if cash rich companies like Amazon do tons of pilots around this and actually the world learns from those pilots i'm sure google is working on a few of those those platforms as well Um, i think five years from now we will see a lot more applications of this i think what will be interesting to see is how many low value industries or low margin industries wherein where margins are super thin start getting to adopt a technology like this um, into mainstream what are you most excited about in the next year for sendal well, I mean, you know, if you ask this question to anyone in my office or in my team, everyone would say that, you know, it's a half an hour podcast of their own <laughs> because we are excited about a ton of things. Uh, we placed a lot of bets in the market 
on technology and in the way we do business um, pretty much whole of last couple of years and a lot of those bets are now you know paying their dividends um, you know one, one of the things that we recently launched which we are very excited to see once it's fully rolled out is the self-serve uh, support side of things where uh, you know parcel tracking uh, you know shows you where the parcel is but instead of you calling our support team to actually tell them hey uh, i want to change or reroute or i want to you know claim something there is a single button there that engages you for those parcel tracking journeys so if it's on the way you know you you can click a button you know within a time frame and say hey uh, where's my parcel so it, it pops you the details uh, if it's already delivered you can say oh it was broken or you know something like uh, i didn't i didn't really receive it and so so there's some intelligence that we are now testing out with and we are really excited about how that changes our support side how that impacts support and how that changes consumer behavior at the same time at a broader strategy level uh, we'll be launching uh, of quite a few services in the in the coming year which is to do with you know pick up and drop off and a lot of those services that uh, you know merchants have been asking us for and lastly of course i mean you know to say that we will be limited geographically only to australia will probably be false i think nobody really thinks that a great technology should be limited to one country and we are actively exploring um, you know opportunities outside of australia that we are really excited about and hopefully 2019 be you know is going to be that year when we actually be able to take some real steps in that direction super thanks so much there are a lot more questions i have for you so maybe we get you in another time sure where can people reach you and find out more about sendal Sure. So I mean they can you know easily log into www.sendle.com to learn everything that they need to know about Sendle. And if they want to reach me, I'm available on LinkedIn. My name is Apurva, that's A P U R V A, and my surname is Chiranewala, that's C H I R A N E W A L A. And I'm also on Twitter, uh, so they can find me on Twitter at, at the rate of A P U R V underscore E D. And that's going to be me. And, you know, feel free to drop me a message or say hi, and um, I'll be happy to chat. Super. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you, Kirsten. It was a pleasure. It was a great chat. Thanks. Great. This podcast is not financial advice. You should consider seeking independent legal, financial, taxation, and other advice to check how this podcast relates to your unique circumstances. The makers of this podcast are not liable for any loss caused, whether due to negligence or otherwise arising from the use of or reliance on the information provided directly or indirectly in this podcast. The mention of any company, currency, exchange, or person is not an endorsement of that entity. See you next time on Lay of the Land.